Welcome to Pregnancy Help Podcast. In today's session, we will continue our discussion of the Charlotte Lozier Institute's recent report on the pregnancy help movement. To download your copy of the report, visit www.heartbeatinternational.org podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Pregnancy Help Podcast. I'm Andrea Treadin here today with Cindy Boston, Vice President for Heartbeat International, and we're going to discuss the Charlotte Lozier Report that was just released. Cindy, can you tell us a little bit about the report and how pregnancy help organizations can use it? Well, I think this report is great news for the pregnancy help movement across the United States. What it means First of all, I think, is that they are not alone. They are part of a larger collaborative effort to move the culture to life, to move hearts and minds to the place where every life is valued. How great is it that as a center director, as a volunteer, or as a board member, you may just be influencing your small community, but actually you're part of a wide, expansive movement. And I think the fact that every one of us actually have influence is another takeaway just from the big report that every life does matter and we do feel that with the pro-life movement however sometimes we forget that we have the influence to influence the change of every life so that's part of what this is about and the fact that every action that you take every step that you move forward with your organization it means that more lives will be saved and more lives will be changed forever the branches on family trees are going to grow and produce because you do what you do where you are and that's happening many times over and then um, you're helping change the culture in your community as well. It's local. What you do is making a tremendous difference. And when you see the total change in pregnancy centers and in the pregnancy help movement in this report, it gives you an idea of the magnitude that's happening in every single community. Now, in a previous podcast, Kirk Walden shared with us how we can communicate this report and the information inside with our friends and family through social media and different things. And in it, he actually says... Don't get political. Now, <laughs> you actually have a different perspective yes. as to how pregnancy centers can use this right. intentionally. Right. So tell me about that. Well, I came from a center in Missouri, and I was very involved with the political scene, just in the sense that I felt like we needed to educate legislators. Um, legislators live in a vacuum. Elected officials, they live in a vacuum. They don't know unless they read it. Or somebody tells them, well, what are they hearing the most? They're not hearing our voice very often. And so we have to be out there. We have to be getting our voice across. And that can happen in a variety of ways. I love to develop relationships. You know, everything in the world is about relationship building right? I mean, we really can't be successful in anything without relationships. And so the first thing you can do is show up to elected official offices. Show up, take a gift, bring a cup of coffee. It would be nothing for me as I was driving into work to say, hey, to the Chamber of Commerce president who influenced a lot of legislation, hey, could I get you some coffee on my way in? You know, I'd drop off a cup of coffee to him. I would stop by and see the county commissioners. I knew the mayor. Those were the types of things that in a large community or small, it doesn't really matter but you have influence. You have things that you're doing that nobody else is doing in your community, and they need to know about that. And that only comes through relationship. I think you need to call when there's a life issue that arises. If something's happening at your state level, you need to speak up. You need to visit your capital. You need to show up, especially when it's critical, but not only when it's critical. There's two things you need to do. Develop relationships ahead of time, and then you need to show up when it is critical. Legislators got to the point where they would often say, 
call Cindy because she'll know what we need to be saying about this topic. Or we need information. Could she lead us to the right document or the right website to get the information that we have to take to the hearing or put in the bill? Those kinds of things. You need to be a resource for your legislative people. And because you are so effective in your ministries, and this report is showing that, those are things that they need to hear from you. You are changing your community, and you have to influence them, though, before the vote. Don't wait to show up two days before a vote on a bill. Show up before there's a bill. Get to know them. Um, one of the great things you can do is invite them to tour your organization. I'll never forget, I had a, a very anti-life legislator, I'll say it that way, <laughs> anti-life legislator come through. Uh, he actually wrote a very bad article about our center in our local newspaper, and I thought, boy, that's, that's fighting words right there. So I invited him a couple months later to tour the center, and he was happy to come, and he brought his wife. And as we're touring the center, I could tell all of a sudden the light bulb went on. Like, he didn't realize I was the organization, that we were the organization that he had just written about, because he obviously hadn't written the letter somebody else had for him and on his behalf. As we, we were touring, though, his wife kept saying, this is such an amazing organization. I can't believe we didn't know about you before. One of the things I did see also is that not only could you influence how they thought about your organization, because a legislator and, and elected officials out amongst the community, they're at the Chamber of Commerce meetings, they're showing up to um, big fundraiser and events throughout the community, they have influence and they can begin influencing on your behalf. We had some things that would happen in our city government that kind of boiled up without any notice. Well, we had somebody strategically on city council who knew a lot about us. And boy, she went to bat and she didn't leave in any prisoners, right? <laughs> she really took care of that for us. You have to have advocates within your community and that is built only through relationships. So not only can they advocate for bills and legislation, but they can also prevent things from moving forward that really cause harm and, and rob the community of your vital services. We also had people change their minds on votes. That doesn't happen a lot, but I, I got positive pro-life votes from a an anti-life legislator who actually lost all of his funding from Planned Parenthood because he voted. Well, you know, he said, I know I have a lot to lose here, but he said it's the right thing to do. He wouldn't have known it was the right thing to do had he not known our voice, had he not toured the center, had he not gotten to know our team. So that's the power that you have. You are an influencer, and as you get to know legislators, I think you will find you create a lot of synergy for your organization and your community. Okay, so say that I'm a brand new executive director. I have no political ties on a local, state, or anything um, level. What would be the first step I should take in order to get to that point of relationship? Sure. I think showing up at a legislator's office is a great idea. Sometimes you can't make that happen. So they often have local offices. So show up to the local office. So for instance, a senator in Washington would have a local office in your community or nearby your community. I would show up there and I would let them know who you are. I find the people who work for elected officials and legislators, they are very eager to develop partnerships and relationships and network with you. They would often call me and say, hey, this is boiling up. You need to know about this. Or they would call and say, I really need help in the terminology of how to explain what we're trying to do here on a certain bill. Those are the kinds of things that develop over just stopping by and asking somebody to coffee. I, I talked with a lot of legislative aides over coffee. So that was just something you do. And whatever you're comfortable with, I, I think as a center leader and a center worker, center staff member, or a board member, you actually are in a lot of uncomfortable places. <laughs>
Yeah, it's not familiar territory, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that if it's not familiar, it doesn't mean it shouldn't be done. It just means you need to figure out how to make that comfortable enough for you. So do what it takes, whether that's bringing somebody to your organization and doing a tour. If I brought legislators through for a tour, I would have board members present, I would have a volunteer, and I would have a staff member that all kind of walked through that organization with us because they tell amazing little storylines mm -hmm. on the side that bring power to the conversation. Now, Heartbeat International has been doing something like this on a national level through its Babies Go to Congress event. And you've been a part of that for many years now. Can you tell me what you've witnessed in those moments? Well, it, I tell you, the best story I have is we walked in with Babies Go to Congress and we had a client and her baby and she was prepared to tell her story. It needs to be a client who has some speaking capability, not maybe in front of large groups, but, but definitely a good communicator and can tell her personal story. But we walked in and this legislative aide clearly had an attitude against us. It was, it was like thick. I could have cut it with a knife. So we walked in mm -hmm. and we had our little spiel that we said, like I talked about heartbeat. And then the center director was going to talk just a few moments about her center, two or three minutes about her center. And then the client was going to give a testimony. Well, it just so happened I was actually the center director and representing heartbeat at that one. So I talked about heartbeat and then I gave information about our local center that was actually impacting that area for that legislator. And during this whole thing, the legislative aide looked down at her paper would not look at us at all and um, then I described toward the end of the center information I described the nutrition education program that we had and how we supported new moms with ongoing mentoring and that we were a phone call away for those who were struggling with breastfeeding or putting formula together or how to diaper that we had classes for those things but we also stood ready for any phone call that they might need to make to us for support and all of a sudden, that legislative aide, she lifted her head and she looked at me with tears in her eyes and she said, you could have helped my niece. She said, oh. my niece struggled with a pregnancy. And she said, and then as a single mom, she actually wasn't mixing the formula right. So her baby was under birth weight and they were going to take her baby. So she said, I flew from D.C. to Kansas City. I lived with her for about a week, taught her how to care for her baby in a better way. She said she could have totally used a pregnancy center. And I said, exactly. That's exactly right. And I said, in every service she would have gotten would have been free. That legislative aide just about died. She's like, this is amazing. I'm going to tell everybody. Or like, yes, that's the purpose, right? Uh, the reality is Babies Go to Congress is a game changer for pregnancy centers. It helps them get to know their legislators in D.C. It helps give them a louder voice. It allows them to come along with a client and tell a powerful story, a story of a changed life, a story of a single mom who, you know, she was pregnant. She had her baby. The center helped walk her through that. Now she's running her own business. I had one who was, she was a snotty 19 year old gal who who just had worn everybody out but coming to our center she was so inspired by the nurses she went into nursing now she's in line to become a vice president of a major health system in our community she worked her way through college during our program and after and she's excelled and has a beautiful child almost terminated but chose life because of a center and now she has an amazing life and career those are the types of things that when you communicate that to legislators they really do get a sense for what this is about. It's not only about life, but it's about the life of the mother. It's about the life of the father. It's about the lives of the family. It's about helping a community live and thrive. And that's what pregnancy centers do. Pregnancy centers are good for America. And that is the message that we take to Washington, D.C. together. 
Thank you, Cindy, for showing us how we can use the Lozier Institute's Pregnancy Center Service Report to really communicate with our local and state and national legislation all over. So thank you for listening to the Pregnancy Help Podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pregnancy Help Podcast. To subscribe to future episodes, access resources related to today's session, or listen to previous episodes, visit www.heartbeatinternational.org slash podcast. Thanks for tuning in.